the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, back to Lifeline. All right, we are back. We are in the second hour now. The time is 6.08 on the Monday edition of Lifeline, November 2nd, 2020. All right, let's go to line number one and talk to whoever's on line number one. Line number one, are you there? I certainly am. Now, I have three things I'd like to talk about. I'd like to talk about Psalm 102, verse 13. I'd like to talk about uh, Mike and what they did to him, the pastor of Calvary Chapel here in San Jose today and bringing him to to court. And uh, in regards to what you were talking about, if you look up leozagami.com, he's also going against uh, this Jesuit Pope Francis. That's leozagami.com. Is it Leo Uh, Zagami? Yes, leozagami.com. He had to flee uh, Italy into refuge for the United States because of what he's uncovering about the pedophile uh, network in the Vatican. And, sure, uh, that's a conversation at length. You got a uh, minute and a half for the first one. What was your first topic? Psalm, oh, Psalm 102, verse 13. Yeah. What does it say? And it says, um, uh, okay, uh, but God is the judge. He put us down one and set us up another. And that's the wrong psalm. Uh, uh, yeah, that's Psalm that 75. Psalm? You're, you're, you're wanting Psalm 103? Uh, 102, verse 13. Okay. Uh, here it is. Thou shalt arise and have mercy upon Zion for the time to favor her, yea, the set time is come. And then 16, when the Lord shall build up Zion, he shall appear in his glory. Now, historically, it's quite fascinating that that was the exile in Babylon. Sure. But uh, next, excuse me. I say, sure, you, you only got a minute to go on this particular topic. Yeah. You better keep talking. Okay, so next Monday will be 9,000 days from 3670s. And if we count to 36, we get 666, and that's the number to interpret in real time uh, the soon coming of the return of the Lord Jesus Christ. So 9,000 days is uh, uh, 25 Bible years, 300 Bible months, it's 777 million seconds. And it is in all likelihood the day of vengeance of our God. Not for us. What day, what, what date will that be? Monday. And oh, so, it's uh, one day before my birthday. Ah, you mean well, I'm not going to see my birthday. 60th birthday, Mark? Judge Jesse will be uh, presiding with Christ if that is the time, because we know that hey, in Corinthians there was a brother who has taken another brother to court, and Paul said, hey, look, man, just be defrauded, man, or pick some guy in the church to be judged that you both agree with his ruling, because we are going to judge the judges of Rome. We are going to judge the world. We're going to judge disobedient angels. What's wrong with you, man? I'd just be point, defrauded. Point number Don't two. you realize? Point, point Mark, point number two. Point number two. Point number two, Mike McClure, pastor of Calvary Chapel, is being fined $5,000 a day. They've been open since Pentecost, 
and uh, soon it's going to be up to half a million, and we might all be arrested on Sunday because, you know, we don't wear the masks. And if you listen to Dr. Lee Merritt on InfoWars about the mask, uh, she gets into how the uh, there's a sheet rocker who. I uh, hope wore you guys hold on. We can't do that. We can't do that. I hope you guys have enough money because. That's what happens when you don't follow some social distancing rules and you just got to learn how to do that. So and it's not good for you to be uh, announcing it on the air like that unless you're asking for money to help uh, McClure out. Um, you shouldn't be doing we're that. Not, we're, not uh, officials we're not paying are listening. it. Hmm? We're not paying it is what I'm saying, because in Acts chapter four, when they said you couldn't preach, what did Peter said? We can't stop preaching we, what we've seen and heard. The Lord has commanded us to proclaim the gospel to every creature. I agree with that 100 um, percent. Number three, the, you still we got about 30 seconds. What was your third point? Oh, you wanted to make. Uh, oh, you already did. You actually pointed out another uh, insider in the uh, in the deep state of the Catholic Church that's actually working to expose uh, some of the cancers going on there. So that's good. We we will see what happens next Monday. I'm not going to chide you on the multiple times in which you have set dates and it did not happen, because um, I certainly would love for the Lord to come. There's no doubt about that, and we would all be promoted then, but we need to be extremely careful about setting dates. You know that. Let me go to line number two before I take a break. Who is it that's on line number two? Hello, this is Dan, and uh, I uh, maybe require a bit more time to explain to you what I'm calling about than I usually would. Okay. You got a little uh, bit of time to explain it, then we'll take a break and see if, we can, if it's worthy of covering on the other side. It does sound good. So um, my friend uh, that I don't agree with, he's usually using sources like Watchman 360 and... Uh, uh, Amir Zarfati. Sure. There are some buzzwords that are going on with uh, him asking me if somebody's going to knock on my door and propose a vaccine to me. Am I? Do I have a ready answer? Well, I actually don't need to think very hard. My ready answer because exactly. Europe is giving up on contact tracing, let alone the United States. We have so many hot spots in the United States is ridiculous, and. Uh, you know, I I don't have this uh, disease at this point, so, uh, and I'm not going anywhere. I'm hardly even out of my house. All my contacts with people is by phone or Zoom and stuff, so. Sure. Uh, it's so unlikely that I'm going to catch this uh, unless I was to do any, any foolish engagement that would expose me to it. Uh, but what I'm recognizing is... Uh, Uh, Southwest Radio Church used to really ring the bell a lot and panic people, and uh, they've gone on online, and uh, I would much rather that we know how to present what we're saying to people in a way that's actually going to reach them and develop language and uh, some way of talking to people that is actually going to eventually get them on our side through the Holy Spirit. With the Word of God is not going to go forth void. So I'm kind of wondering why my friend is so focused on somebody knocking on my door and asking me to take the vaccine. You know, right. Well, uh, that's because your friend, right along with a lot of Christians, are extremely distracted 
by superficial things and have been, if you will, by the vortex of the momentum of the narrative of the world, stripped of any real allegiance to and commitment to scripture. Now, you know, Dan, I've been warning about this for years, the pseudo-Christian or the shallow Christian, I'll put it like that, that really is not committed to a deep, deep commitment to biblical truth cannot but be moved and, and shaken and tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine, whether it comes from the secular world or whether it comes from the deep church, as uh, the bishop was saying. And you can tell, because uh, out of the abundance of the heart doth the mouth speak. And when they don't have an answer for it, then they want to stir up and trouble everyone else as well. There's a lot of people in America, Dan, that are on that bandwagon of walking around in fear, trepidation, uh, <clears throat> and they don't have an answer ready to give unto every man according to the hope of the calling that is with them, within them with fear and trembling. And part of the condemnation, as the Archbishop uh, Vigano was stating, is on uh, shepherds in the church that don't teach sound doc doctrine and don't help the members of the congregation cultivate a commitment to allegiance to Jesus and learning the fundamentals of the word of God and learning to quote scripture and memorize scripture and take the anchor verses of the gospel uh, message from scripture to be able to share with men and women. We need to be able to do two things, evangelize, that is to herald the message of the glory of God in the person of Christ. We need to be able to do apologetics, that is to stand in defense of a biblical worldview rooted in the word of God that exalts the one true and living God and, and, and therefore establishes the necessary grounds of us coming to him in order that we might thrive and have life. And then we also need to operate out of our priestly calling of standing in the gap for blind, for ignorant, for rebellious, for sinful human beings, but also for the sinful members of the local church, because we are in desperate need of absolute repentance, uh, Dan. And so we're all fit to be tied by people who want to continue to have us talking in superficial language about things that really are not at the center of what we are called to be and to do. And that is to speak according to the word of God, the rich reality of God in Christ and the relevance of biblical truth in our world. But I will give an answer to him when they knock on the door and ask me, will I take the vaccine? I will say no, because until I can be sure that you haven't put a radically uh, uh, DNA altering uh, a cocktail in that vaccine, you are asking me to endanger my life. So I'm going to use all the resources I can to oppose that process until it becomes clear that that vaccine is healthy for me and everyone else should do the same thing in a free country. Thanks for the call. I've got to take a break. When I come back, we'll continue with your calls on the Monday edition of, of uh, Lifeline. That was a great question by Dan. We all will be facing that particular issue real soon. I'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. And we are back. The time is 623 on the Monday edition of Lifeline. Two lines open if you guys want to join the conversation. one 367 We've got about 30 minutes to go. So let's talk it through. Remember, election is tomorrow. We don't know what the next day will bring. Let's go to line number three and talk with Ken in San Jose. Ken, are you there? I'm here, Pastor Jesse, yes. So a, couple, a reference point first. So um, Archbishop Vigano 
do you have a website or a, a diocese where he's located so we can uh, reread this uh, momentous thing you read? Uh, you, as soon as you YouTube it, you'll find it. It's all over the place, and, and he's been around for a while, and there's tons of stuff going on, like Mark said, in the Vatican that uh, it does not surprise any of us who have been following the Catholic Church uh, and its, uh, and its uh, debacle for, for decades. Uh, you can look it up. I just thought the article was very apropos, given what's going on in the world. And, and, and one thing I want to state about it, and then you can make your point, Ken, is that the article actually gives us insight into how uh, how aggressive the uh, globalists have been around the world utilizing this COVID to trap people and shut them down. But our media is not at all paying attention to that whatsoever. Our media is fundamentally, fundamentally complicit with a socialist Marxist methodology of propaganda. And everybody intuitively knows that they are hearing distorted news here in America. But when you don't have a filter of redemption to be able to discern truth from lies, you're still going to be impacted like so many people have been impacted by the false narrative of the media for years, and especially this last year with COVID. But you'll find it. Just look it up. It's all over the place. You can't miss it. So what was your other point that you wanted to make? Okay, well, that's Archbishop Vigano with a V as in Victor. Is that right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, so the, the point he made about the mandatory vaccine and the both the health passport and the digital ID, some of the, pre, the other predecessors are missing, but it reminds you of the Mark of the Beast in Revelation 13 where – where it was required that you have a mark, or, or in modern terms, a digital, you know, uh, 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 you know, computer inserted um, tattoo, something like that. So um, it, this would be global and um, and referenced from a satellite database or something like this, right? Right now, remember what we talked about, you and I, we, I've been talking to you about this at length. There is no exegetical correspondence between Revelation chapter 13 verses uh, 16 through 18, notwithstanding all of the prophets you read on, on Internet and all of that kind of stuff. What, what, where the similarities are is the fascist control of dictatorial countries mandating men and women to submit to a policy, a policy of tracking, whether that tracking is signing mm -hmm. a certificate, whether it's following a protocol, or whether it's receiving uh, some kind of physical emblem mark, uh, 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 if you will, by which they can make sure that it's you. That kind of identification process is inevitable. It's going to take place all around the world. Where God is concerned, Mark, and we need to be clear on this, where God is I'm sorry, Ken, this is Ken. Where God yeah. is concerned, where God is concerned is where the allegiance, allegiance of our hearts are. Are our hearts in allegiance with the one true and living God in Jesus Christ's son whom he has sent, or do we love this world? Or are we so committed to submitting to Gavin Newsom or the government or the state or Nancy Pelosi or, as Mr. Vigano said, the deep state or the deep church and just in lockstep submit to what they say or operate out of our constitutional freedoms and rights and oppose anything that we don't think is healthy, good or right for us? If we're not free people in our mind and in our hearts, we're just going to submit to the government. If we're free people in our mind 
minds and in our heart, we will not tolerate it. And this is where if Donald Trump wins again, uh, he will be really called on the carpet to make sure that these particular policies, which are happening around the world, do not become mandated amongst us. We will find out whether or not Mr. Trump is really following what he is saying is sound advice, even biblical advice, as he is now purporting to be a Christian. We'll see whether or not the Lord is turning his heart to actually stand in favor of freedom, constitutional rights, and uh, and therefore discernment when it comes to the vaccines. I know he's pro-vaccine. I know they want to push it because it is a legitimate method by which we can quell the uh, COVID virus, but it also has with it very nefarious, very complex issues that we want to make sure uh, we are not being forced to engage in that's going to ruin our health, create all kinds of uh, medical issues and, and set us up for massive total body control, as you are stating, with a, a number of these uh, technological methods by which they can uh, identify us, control us and even impact our physiology. Um, it's a matter of an allegiance of the heart. I'll give you the last statement before I let you go. Okay, but also um, the surveys show that anywhere from 30 to 50 percent of the population already is going to refuse the um, the vaccine with, before all this becomes, you know, publicized or evident. And that's what's that's what's making my point. You're making my point now. What I believe is that a free nation, uh, free people, and 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 50 percent is sad because that means 50 other percent is ready to just jump in lockstep. But we know that now this mm -hmm. particular balloon test of the COVID virus has demonstrated way too many people not walking in the authority of biblical truth or uh, walking in the light of uh, of clarity and wisdom around these matters, and they're shaking in their boots. And uh, and that's what the government wants to do. This is why Joe Biden has preached in and stated fear-mongering and darkness and doom and, and how he's going to rescue and save everybody. That is your neo-Marxist rhetoric that always operates as a pseudo-Christ to, uh, to save people from a demise that's actually being implemented by the very people that want to profess to save you. But the 50% of free people are going to fight against it, as there are many people in Washington right now opposing Bill Gates, opposing vaccines, opposing all of these measures that are coming through the back door into the uh, legislation by our corrupt politicians that are fighting against Trump as well. There's a lot going on, Ken, and we've got to be vigilant. We've got to be thoughtful. We've got to be aware of it. We've got to be prayerful. We all have to learn how to walk by faith, stand on truth, and not capitulate to the threats of the politicians. That is what the world is looking at in terms of America. Are the citizens shillings that are walking in the fear of human dictates, or do they have autonomy, freedom, uh, dignity, uh, sovereignty of personhood as God rightly gave it to us, um, and therefore are willing to prove all things, hold fast to that which is good, reject error, reject falsehood, oppose tyranny, oppose manipulation and fascism uh, while we have the power to do it. That's what's in front of us these days. Listen, I've got to take a break. Uh, Mark, I will uh, get you on the other side of the break. We do have three lines open, one 888 Listen to what the Word of God says. 
whomsoever the son shall set free shall be free indeed. If you are my disciple, you will continue in my word. And in continuing in my word, you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. Lies bring you into bondage. I'll be right back. And now back to Lifeline. All right, we're back. Three lines open, one 367 Three lines are open if you want to join the conversation. Very important conversation. You may have a question or an observation you want to share with us uh, in light of all that we've been talking about. The number is one 367 Love to hear from you. Let's go to line number four and talk with Mark in Walnut Creek. Mark, are you there? Can you hear me? Yes, I can. What's going on, Mark? I appreciate you uh, sharing this letter with this archbishop. It was uh, very pertinent, um, and it um, kind of speaks to what some of the things I've been thinking about. But so I was smart. just going to ask you, would taking this vaccine be like, like since you have to, it's like an act of staying within the financial system? Is it? Is that a sense of worshiping the beast? I mean, nope. Nope. That's that's what I've been saying at length. That 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 itself does not. Now think about. Now this is Mark Young, right? Mark, is that this is my Mark? Yeah, it's me. Yeah, right, yeah I need yeah. you to listen carefully because I want people to get what I'm about to say. We unpack Revelation 13 carefully from verses 10 to 18. What I helped us yeah. understand was there is a problem with a collaboration of the state and the church. It always is a combination of heresy and falsehood and coercion and domination of the masses. There's no doubt about that. Uh, that is what happened with Israel when it went into becoming a whore. That's what work, we're working on in Revelation 17. Israel is the whore, has been before Christ came, is after Christ came. But that whore historically moved into the Roman Catholic Church. It became the whore up unto the Reformation when we broke out into the uh, evangelical churches and Protestant churches. And whatever Protestant nations also uh, adopted uh, the coercive policies of state power, they became harlots too. And here in America, we are worried about any evangelical church or evangelical denomination uh, getting on the bandwagon of becoming a mouthpiece and voice for the state so that it tells the people of God what the state wants it to do. That's what Revelation chapter 13 was about. And if you remember, I laid it out clearly. The lying signs and wonders that are done by beast two, who has horns like a lamb but speaks like a dragon was designed to cause men to worship the beast, worship the beast, not just submit to it, worship the beast and pay allegiance to the beast as if it's God because it takes on a pseudo resurrection motif. As you know, it had a wound that was deadly, that was healed. That is a pseudo resurrection motif. And so the the imagery there is of the collaboration of state and government and, and church working together to to manipulate and control the masses very much like Archbishop Vigano is stating is happening with the Catholic Church in its uh, diabolical um, 
agreement with the globalists to dominate our world. There are parallels without a doubt. Here is where the believer needs to understand what that text is asserting. If you submit to the world as your God, if you bow down and worship it, if you replicate the image of the beast, and we talked about that having a radical first century interpretation, not this premillennial dispensational end time eschatological assertion that somehow we're waiting for uh, an antichrist to uh, emerge out of Europe and then uh, set up a covenant for seven years and then in the middle of that seven years break out into perdition and, and chaos. Revelation chapter 13 is speaking of that first century domination of the Roman Empire after destroying Israel in AD 70 and subjecting the whole of the Roman Empire with Israel, parts of Egypt, parts of Asia Minor to submit to the receiving of the mark, the brand of Vespasian, Titus, and Domitian. These were local governmental issues and the people that did not submit to worshiping them as God. And that's the real issue here, Mark. They had to worship Vespasian as God. It was called emperor worship. Titus as God, Domitian as God, Hadrian as God. They were to worship them as God. And if they didn't worship them as God, then they couldn't buy or sell. But largely, not only that, the believers were killed. This is why the bold judgments begin to emerge in chapter 15 and 16. God will always take vengeance on the world for his elect's sake when they do not bow and worship the beast. Now, having made that observation, you know, you'll continue with me in the book of Revelation and you'll see this to maintain integrity. I do want to say this about what's coming down the pipe, however. Um, we want to be very diligent as free citizens in America not to submit to any government policies that will do us harm in our bodies or in our minds because we are free people. A government does not get to mandate what we do with our bodies. They don't get to do that. They don't get to tell us what we can eat and what we can wear and where we can go and what we can do, even in the name of, as Bishop, uh, Archbishop Vagano was saying, even in the name of health issues. This stuff has to be vigorously debated. It has to be vigorously or, uh, argued in uh, Washington, in our local magistrates, even in town halls, People of uh, a free country as America have to stand up and oppose the legislation, oppose Sacramento, oppose Washington whenever our leaders think that they can just by divine fiat tell us what we're going to do. Uh, this is the right that we have from our founding fathers. And as Kenneth stated earlier, the polls indicate that 50% of people are not going to buy the vaccine. That means we're still being informed, Mark. That means right now the freedom of the press is working, not the press that's on CNN and Channel 5 and Channel 4 and all the other liberal stations, but the freedom that's going on on the Internet with podcasts and people who are informed and knowledgeable that are still actually putting out enough information for us to be informed people. We have to continue working towards that end. I just want to encourage you to, uh, to be careful, Mark, about trying to tag Bible verses to the political events too easily because they have proven too many times over the decades and the millenniums to discredit uh, sound exegesis and biblical exposition 
And you don't need to do that to be in disagreement with this globalist agenda that's coming down the line. You don't need to put a Bible tag on it. All these cats that are on the internet doing all of this and trying to tag the Bible to it, they're not doing exegesis. They're just using Bible verses as a label to stamp their particular agenda and their particular cause. I agree with their cause. I do not agree with their hermeneutic. And I want to encourage you to be careful with that, too, particularly with your loved ones, man. You got sons and daughters and people that that are hearing you. And we want to make sure that we are not misrepresenting and discrediting the God of the Bible because they need him just like you and I need him. I'm going to give you the last uh, observation before I go. I appreciate that. Yeah, um, there's a project, something called the Cummins Project. I heard it on KCBS today about how they sure. want to implement the traveling. You're going to, they're, going to, they're going to make an app so that you have to prove that you've been vaccinated to fly. And they're all doing this through the corporate level. You know, they go around governments. They kind of – so they're already implementing a lot of these things. Um, right. And, and so the government, I, the government has to – so this is what – so you're, you're right. I'm with you on all that. Our government <laughs> well, is obligated to oppose it. Why? Yes. Why? Well, I mean, and if, I've been an advocate of the vaccine because I've seen my wife be injured by one, and I've I know what's in them. I also know that this one that they're proposing could change your DNA, could possibly change the way you think, which is not. I'm with you on all that. Worship. You know, I'm I'm deeply aware of those yeah. issues, and I'm looking forward to a fuller development of our arguments against that. But Mark, you must know as much as you and I are aware of it. People in high places are just as aware of these issues as you and I are. And our job is to pray that God would expose the darkness in the presence of light to people who have the ability to bring it to the forefront in the media uh, and to our uh, elected officials so they can do their job. When the American people are informed and the elected officials are doing their job, we can stop the darkness of these kind of nefarious deeds before they take over our government. And now back to Lifeline. And we are back indeed. Um, we have about six minutes to go. If you want to join me, the number is one 367 No callers on the line, I believe. Uh, and you can uh, you get a last a minute word in. I do want to encourage you, if you are a voter, to go out and vote. If you haven't already voted, 80 million people have already voted. It's great. I actually like the idea of pre-voting in this sense, that tomorrow, uh, on average, only about 20 million people will have to vote to get us to our uh, presidential uh, election voting average, which is about 100 million people. Only 100 million people vote. We might see a little bit more than that this time around. That'll be fine. It's definitely uh, the right thing. Think about this, ladies and gentlemen, as I uh, you know, close out this next six minutes or so with us. You don't live in a communist country yet. You don't live in a socialist country uh, in total yet. We are largely socialist in so many ways. If you look at how many free and... Uh, uh, Government programs have dominated our lives since uh, since at least, you know, Franklin D. Roosevelt up to now. We, we are largely socialist. We spend a lot of money on uh, on on things that we give to people that are less fortunate. And that, that's an honor to a certain degree. But when you mandate it, 
as the Marxist socialists want to do, taking your money and forcing it from you. And as the policies are clearly uh, leading to, as Mr. Uh, Archbishop Vigano stated, at some point the policy is to take all property, to take all finances, to promise you a paycheck, promise you health care, promise you property only. You don't get to own it. It doesn't, you don't have the right to say you earned that. It's your property. It was inherited by your families. It is gradually going to be systematically taken from you. This is fact. Uh, the government knows it. Your leftists know it. Your so-called globalists know that they think they can run this world better than, than you can. They can govern your life and make you happy, but you won't be able to acquire massive wealth and then in your own sovereignty give it to whom you will because the Marxists are smarter than you. The socialists are smarter than you. You're too dumb to be able to acquire wealth. How be it? That's exactly what they do, don't they? You hear Joe Biden talking about giving you this, giving you that, and behind closed doors, we all know that he has been in massive cahoots with different countries for decades, making himself absolutely filthy rich. And this is not new to any of us who have been keeping up with politics for decades. The hypocrisy of Marxists, the hypocrisy of socialists, the hypocrisy of people who talk about uh, taking care of you only if you give them the right to have absolute power over you. Real integrity would be you operating out of your own autonomy, freedom and responsibility. You being a man or woman of virtue, knowing how to respect your neighbor, respect their property, respect their person to love God and to love your neighbor and to do those things that benefit and help your neighbor, not because you're coerced by government to do it, but because you want to. Not because you're forced by policies to do it, but because you want to. And so it would be perfectly fine if we all agreed as uh, the free citizens with whom we have representatives in Washington, Sacramento and elsewhere, who were doing what we were telling them to do. But no, they sit up at night, draw up policies, legislation, pass bills, and the next thing you know, they are implemented. They have a complete matrix all ready to go. Anyone who does not have their head stuck in the sand already know this by intuition. You already know this. You see these things starting to just take place without your permission. Is because they know that you have no impetus or drive to do anything about it, let alone find out whether or not how much of a slave we already are to this system. So when you hear people like me and others out there warning about the incremental loss of our freedoms, we're not just doing this so you can come join our church or join our organization. I could care less about people coming to grace to be honest with you, my concern is about you coming to God, coming to Christ, being saved. I don't know how a man or a woman can do it. Live in a world where from the fall of humanity, people have been trying to rule over you. That's what Genesis 6 was all about. The marauders, those Anakim and Nephilim, they were not angel hybrid human beings. They were 
uh, giants in the land, giant in terms of their reputation, in terms of their power, in terms of their wealth. And their imaginations were evil and wicked continually because they felt like they could do whatever they want to do. And that's what wealth does. Our politicians feel entitled to tell us what they're going to do. Implement rules and regulations. That's what Biden wants to do. He's made enough money now to think he can run this country. Nothing could be further from the truth. He doesn't have the wit, wisdom, or relationship with God to do it. And uh, so we're going to find out, though, if God is giving our nation over to judgment because of our rebellion against him, because we have tolerated policies for the last 40 or 50 years that we know are contrary to the word of God. And we are still pretending that we are believers in Jesus, but we have cast his covenant behind our back. That is the Bible. Psalm 50 makes it very clear. You have agreed with adulteresses. You have consented with murderers. And that's exactly what Israel did. And that's exactly what we're doing as a nation as well. And you might as well be sure of this, ladies and gentlemen. What God requires of you and me is humility. He gives grace to the humble and uh, and repentance. Uh, But he resists the proud. And we might have a stay of judgment tomorrow, the next day, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Or we might be entering into what the Bible calls that massive period of dark tribulation before the return of Christ. And that will change our world radically. What the globalists want to do will change your world radically. And we will be the ones who are uh, the culprits for it because we we will have given up our freedom. We are the last nation with freedom. Don't squander it. I'm praying for you. Pray for me. Lord willing, we'll talk next Monday if the Lord doesn't return. Bless you.